This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Reds fell to the Cubs on Saturday afternoon, 3-2 to two the final score. Cincinnati scored twice in the first inning, but the Cubs fought their way back. They tied it in the fourth and then took the lead in the sixth inning. We did have a little excitement in the eighth after Amir Garrett struck out Anthony Rizzo. Words were exchanged, and Javi Baez jumped out of the dugout and headed toward the mound, but no one was ejected. Highlights in a bit, but first some final thoughts on the game from the two guys who called it, Tommy Thrall and Jeff Brantley. Thanks, Jed. Reds fall today to the Cubs, 3-2. to two. You can't say that the Reds didn't have opportunities throughout this ball game, and something that the Reds have been very good at this year, hitting with runners in scoring position, certainly hitting with the bases loaded. They just couldn't get it done in some key moments today. Yeah, I think you 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 battle as much as you, as you can. You, you give yourself an opportunity to score, but it, it there was never, never that big hit. And when the Reds broke out with the two runs in the – in the first inning, I really thought that they were gonna they were gonna send Davies to the showers early, um, but Davies rebounded. He came back and threw the ball awfully well in the second, and then he battled uh, for the next couple of innings. He only pitched four time or four innings, and then you had uh, a bullpen of the Cubs. And you and I talked about it. That that's been one of the strengths of of this Cubs club. A surprising strength, but a strength nonetheless, and, and they threw the ball awfully well. And David Ross went to his bullpen early, got a starter out of there before the Reds really did some serious damage against him, and it worked out for the Cubs today. As far as the pitching goes for the Reds, bullpen pitched okay. Luis Castillo, kind of a mixed bag today, but unlike other starts, he started off really strong. Yeah, I, I thought the first two innings, it gave you a, Kind of an impression, okay, he's going to have his stuff today. I mean, he struck out four guys in the first two innings. And then things got a little bit sideways. And I think a lot of that, at least in my mind, and, and I'm not down there every day now simply because we can't be, uh, but it looks like a, his concentration wanes a little bit. And you can talk about it being the catcher. You can talk about it being the situation, whether it's cool early in the year, I, however you want to do it. But it just doesn't look like he is concentrating and he's dead on uh, being in the moment when, when runners get on base and he's trying to make pitches. Some tempers flared in this one after Amir Garrett struck out Anthony Rizzo in the eighth inning. Javier Baez jumped out of the dugout. Cooler heads prevailed, but that is something to keep an eye on as this season series between the Reds and the Cubs moves forward. And it moves forward tomorrow with the wrap-up of this three-game series at 110. Tyler Malley against Trevor Williams. It'll have more on that. Yet back to you. Now to the highlights. In his five previous starts coming into Saturday's game, Luis Castillo had given up 14 runs on 14 hits in the first inning. That certainly had a change on Saturday, and it did. Ian Happ grounded out to start the ball game. Castillo then struck out Chris Bryant and ended the inning against Javi Baez. Castillo into his wine, the one-two pitch. Swing and a miss. Struck him out. Slider away. Bryant was or Baez was spinning. And back-to-back strikeouts for Luis Castillo to close out the first inning. 
The Reds did get the Cubs starter Zach Davies in the bottom of the first. Tyler Naquin, who started in left field today, led off the inning with a double to left. Nick Castellanos, with a little help from Chicago's defense, made it 1-0. And now the 2-2. Swing a bouncing ball down the third baseline. Fair ball, fielded by Bodie. Throw it way off line to first. It gets away by Rizzo. Around to third. Here comes Naquin to the plate. Throw home off line. Naquin dives in safely. Castellanos in the second, one nothing Reds. One out later, Mike Moustakis got the second run home. The right-hander to the plate with a 3-1 pitch. And Moustakis swings, hammers it high and deep to right. Backing up Hayward, he is at the wall, and he will make the catch. Tagging at third is Castellanos. He'll score. It'll go down as a sack fly for Moustakis. With one out in the top of the second, Castillo reached a milestone. And strike three called. Got him looking. And down on strikes, David Bodie, Castillo's third strikeout this afternoon, and strikeout number 600 for his career. Chicago got one of the runs back in the top of the third. Nico Horner led off with a double, and then number eight hitter Tony Walters singled moving Horner to third. Zach Davies then helped himself. Davies at the plate. He will bunt, and he bunts hard to Votto. Votto turns, fakes to second, underhands to first, run scores in Horner, and it's a two-to-one ball game. And there is no doubt in my mind all day, every day, the play was at the plate. The Reds loaded the bases without a base hit in the bottom of the third but failed to score. The Cubs tied the score in the top of the fourth. Baez grounded out to start the inning. Then Kyle Farmer did this for out number two. Rizzo grounds one, deep second, diving stop. Farmer from the outfield grass to his feet, throws and got him. What a play, Kyle Farmer. That was awfully nice by Kyle Farmer. Ball was hit rather hard. He had to, he was not playing in the outfield. He was on the dirt. He had to range into the outfield and towards the right field line. Extended dive. And not only made the catch, but he got up and made a perfect throw to Votto at first. After two were out, David Bodie then doubled to right. Jason Hayward was next up. And the 0-1 pitch. Hayward rips a line drive into right. That's a hit. Up to third base. Bodie's coming home. Here's the throw from Castellanos. Not in time. And Hayward moves into second. Well, you could see Jason Hayward reading Castellanos all the way. As soon as he saw the ball come out of the hands of Castellanos, the, the ball was elevated over the head of the cutoff man, Votto. Hayward never slowed up and just jogged right on to second base. Cubs have tied it at two. With Nico Horner at the plate, it looked like Chicago was going to take the lead, but Nick Castellanos had other plans. Castillo's 2-2 pitch. And there's a line drive off the glove of Votto and into right field. Here comes Hayward around third, throw to the plate. There, tag, got him. Out at home is Hayward on the throw by Castellanos. The Reds loaded the bases again in the fourth, but again couldn't cross the plate. The Cubs threatened the score again in the top of the fifth, but again Cincinnati's defense came up big. With one out, Eric Sogard singled. Ian Happ then singled the right field. Nick Castellanos bobbled the ball but recovered quick enough to throw Sogard out of third base. Happ then stole second base. Next up was Chris Bryant, and Nick Senzel robbed him. Swing, and this is rope to center. Senzel coming on in a hurry, dives, oh. and he caught it. What a play. Great play, Nick Senzel, on a hard-hit line drive. 
Off the bat of Chris Bryant, and the inning is over. The Cubs come up empty in the fifth. The Cubs finally took the lead in the top of the sixth. Castillo put the first two runners on base. After he retired Bodie for out number one, David Bell took him out in favor of Sean Doolittle. Doolittle struck out the first batter he faced, but then Nico Horner, who already had two hits in the game, came through again. Two outs, runners at the corners. Here's Nico Horner. And Horner swings, loops one into right center field. That'll fall for a hit. Sinzel in to pick it up. Headed to third is Rizzo. Here comes the throw. Good throw, not in time. Rizzo just got in ahead of Mustaka's tag. And the Cubs score the go-ahead run on the RBI single by Nico Horner. And Horner has been right in the thick of everything for the Cubs today. That's his third hit. This afternoon, Cubs on top, 3-2. to two. Castillo's line, five and a third innings pitched, eight hits, three earned runs, a walk, five strikeouts, 94 pitches, 69 of those for strikes. Heath Hembury pitched a 1-2-3 seventh. He got the first out of the eighth and then was lifted in favor of Amir Garrett. Garrett came out of the bullpen to pitch to Anthony Rizzo, and that's when the fireworks began. Rizzo walked his last time up. That was Castillo. Swing and a miss, struck him out. But Garrett strikes him out. Two gone pitchers this afternoon. One, three, three, four, seven. And Amir Garrett is barking right now at the Cub dugout. And Garrett wants to go. And here we go, charging out of the dugout, Baez. He is met by Moustakis. Stevenson holding back Garrett. Votto out there trying to keep Bryant out of the mix. And here come the bullpens. Well, there must have been a whole lot of chirping in that Cubs dugout because they got the attention of Amir Garrett. And you know Amir Garrett is already right at the edge of the cliff anyway because of the way things have gone for him in the first month of the season. And now David Bell's going nose to nose with the home plate umpire and crew chief Sam Holbrook. And that's right in the middle of things as the two sides now get separated. But Amir Garrett is still barking, and he is being held back by Sal Romano over toward the first baseline. Meanwhile, Baez, he is getting escorted back to the dugout. So Baez should get at least two-game suspension for coming out of the dugout. He leaped over the dugout rail and charged well, well, Amir the, from the he's dugout. He's the one that, that caused this, so that's at least two games of a suspension because we know what... Nick Castellanos got, and you can forget about the appeal and trying to plead your case. I mean, I, I would think that the talking and all the things that we have presented in Major League Baseball now, the, the bat flips and the pumping of the fist and all the chirping that goes on, that, that's an accepted part of the game, but you can't, you can't come over the top of railing of the dugout as Baez did. So the two sides have now been separated. The, the uh, bullpens are headed back to their homes. The problem now is that tempers are beginning to flare when people get shown up a little bit. And this is what we've always had in Major League Baseball. It has been this way for 100-plus years. And Garrett was pounding his chest after that strikeout. And that seemed to be what got the attention of the Cubs. And now both dugouts have been warned, and I'm sure that David Ross wants to understand exactly what's going on. 
So David Ross is out there now. Look, we we promote all of this talking and pontification out there on the field. And the more that you promote that and the more that a player feels like he's getting slighted or embarrassed, you're going to have this more and more. So even though this is creating excitement on the field with the bat flips, you're showing up somebody. Somebody's getting embarrassed, and somebody is going to get their feelings hurt. And evidently, Javier Baez got his feelings hurt. And it wasn't even Baez that Garrett was looking at. If anything, the guy that should have had a problem with it was Rizzo. Rizzo kind of looked back out to the mound as he if just to laughed. Say, no, whatever. Rizzo just laughed. Kept going back to the dugout, and then Baez was really heated. Then the two started going back and forth. Garrett and Baez in the dugout. Everything calmed down. No one was ejected, and Garrett got the final out of the inning. Meanwhile, after Kyle Farmer singled in the fourth, the Reds didn't get another hit until Tyler Stevenson singled to begin the bottom of the ninth off Craig Kimbrell. Jeff Hoffman pitched ran for Stevenson, and he moved to third base on a Tucker Barnhart single. Alex Blandino then took a called third strike for out number one. Tyler Naquin was caught looking for the second out, and so it came down to Kimbrell versus Nick Castellanos. Right-handed hitter, Kimbrell straightens up on the mound as he comes set and turns it loose. First pitch on the way, swinging a bouncing ball by the mound, charging the second baseman, Horner, flips to first in time, and that's the ball game. Cubs win it, final score 3-2 to two as they beat the Reds and even the series at a game apiece. Here are the totals for Chicago. Three runs, nine hits, one air, six left on base. Cincinnati, two runs, six hits, no airs. They strand at seven. Brothers, the winner, 1-0. and Castillo takes the loss. He is 1-3. and Kimbrell picks up his fifth save. No home runs in the game. Game time, three hours and 17 minutes. 17,077 on hand at Great American Ballpark. The Reds and Cubs wrap up their three-game series Sunday afternoon at 1:10 on the mound. Tyler Malley for Cincinnati. He's one and one with a 1.75 ERA. Right-hander Trevor Williams will pitch for the Cubs. He's two and two with a 4.44 ERA. Again, we're on the air with the pregame show at 12:40. First pitch is scheduled for 1:10. Once again, the final score on Saturday afternoon, it was the Cubs 3 and the Reds 2. And I'm Dave Armbruster with your Reds Game Recap. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.